0: Oh. Jesus.
1: Yes, sir. Release your faith. Release your faith through your voice. Your holy presence. Ah, oh. living oh. in me. Oh, Rakata. This is my daily bread, This is my daily bread, The very word spoken to me. It's not about you. It's not about you. There's a generation depending on you it's not about you it has nothing to do with you this is bigger than you this is bigger than you this is bigger than you this, than you. this, than you. Yeah. this war has already been won this battle has already been won There is a place, 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 Jesus It's not about you. Ah, you, It's beyond you. You step out of yourself. No, this is not about you. Seek Oh yes, Lord. Lord a fresh
0: impetus,
1: a fresh impetus, Jesus. Oh. Ah, let's go. la you are great. You are deliverance. You are healed. Is there breakthrough? This is beyond you. The grace to carry them to the kingdom of God. The grace to carry them. Jesus Jesus There is a God of a Cambacan. There is a God of a There is a God of a There is a God of a Cambacan. He is a God of a He is a God of a Cambacan. He is a God of a is a God of a is a God of He is Business, the world of entrepreneurship that you bring is a new generation of businessmen, a new generation of entrepreneurs, men and women who pass by the Spirit and the fear God. It's a new breed that is coming up. Oh, is Allah. yes, Allah. The oh, 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 Shalom, Jesus, the praise of your name, this morning, and Jesus. not by power but by his spirit I lay my hands on you in the spirit that assignment you have It's not by might not by power by yielding to his spirit I pray for supernatural empowerment I lay hands on you in the spirit and I release that impartation Of that which no university can give you. I lay hands on you in the spirit, and I release that which no college can give you. I lay hands on you in the spirit, which no human institution can give you. Only the grace of God. Receive that grace. 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 Oh. Jesus let it fade away Oh, yes. Tell him Holy Spirit. It's not about me. It's about your name. It's about your kingdom. I accept the responsibility. To bring my generation. Out of darkness. I accept the responsibility. To be the door. To be the gate through my entire generation my clan my family walks out of darkness you mark the beginning of a new generation in your family, untouched by witchcraft untouched by ancestral spirit Untouched by demonic altars. Untouched by systems that has been put in place. You are the gate. You are the door. You are the beginning of a new generation. You are the beginning of a new generation. You are the beginning of a new generation. Your deliverance is their deliverance. Your healing is their healing. Your breakthrough is their breakthrough. Your lifting is their lifting. This very hour, Loko Ramamre Katolava. That battle you have been fighting has not been about you. The Lord saw that you are a carrier. You are carrying the entire household. You are carrying the entire family. You are carrying the entire family. You You carry a whole generation. That's why the battle has been steeper. But you are receiving grace this morning. You shall carry them out of darkness. You shall carry them out of darkness. You shall carry them out of darkness. Receive grace this morning. Receive grace this moment. Receive grace this moment. Receive grace this morning. It is not by mind, it is not by power. It takes an anointing from heaven to carry out this assignment by the power that raised Jesus from the dead. I release this very morning a fresh grace on your life to carry your entire clan, carry your entire family, carry your entire household out of bondage. Out of bondage. Out of bondage out of bondage say i am the gate say i am the door say i am the gate i am the door see they're coming out so they're coming out they're coming out they're coming out out of bondage out of darkness out of failure they are coming out this very morning i am the gate i am the door now release your voice into your generation release your voice command them to come out tell them tell them tell them bring them out of darkness call them out of darkness Call them out of darkness, call them out of darkness, call them out of darkness, your brothers, your sisters, your aunties, your uncles, your stepmother, your stepfather, wherever they are. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Oh, call them out, call them out. Let my people go they're your people now. You have authority tell them? Let my people go Let my people go Let my people go Like Moses spoke Let let my people go Let my people go Let my people go They will not die in witchcraft They will not die as drunkards They will not die as failures They will not die as prostitutes They will not die as adulterers Call them out your brothers your sisters your children call them out Call them out. a new generation is being born a new generation is being born a new generation is being born a, 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 a people who fear God 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 oh you're bringing an end to bondages that are years You are bringing an end to bondages that have been there for generations. You are the answer. Yes, this
0: morning.
1: Jesus. Jesus. in Jesus. Jesus. of Jesus. 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 You are marked as the gate. You are marked as the door. I say you are marked this morning. Ye kurama, you are bigger than what you think. Oh, there is a whole crowd behind you. There is a whole crowd behind you. You are walking out, they are walking out. You are coming out. They are coming out. Change has come to your family. Change has come to your generation. You are the end of darkness. You are the end of darkness. In your lineage. There is a new tree growing. You are the beginning of that new tree. I see it happening. A new tree. A new tree. A lineage. That is flowing with the blessings of God. Bringing forth fruits. Righteousness. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Tell him, Holy Spirit, I accept the mandate. In his presence. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The Master is he, Jesus. Spiritual activities you can engage yourself in that will attract the help and the presence of God into your life. You have heard me say this before and I say it again. God has never intended me and you to do any of the things He has called us to do in our own strength. That's why the Holy Spirit was sent to supply me and you with all the resources we need to fulfill destiny. Say, Holy Spirit, have your way in my life. Even after Jesus gave the command to his disciples that go into all the world and preach the gospel. He gave them the last command. Do not step out of Jerusalem until you are dressed with power from on high. It takes the power of the Holy Spirit for you to fulfill your divine destiny. Say Holy Spirit. It takes your power for me to fulfill my divine destiny. So it is no longer an option. You have to engage whatever it takes to attract the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit into your life. A simple example. Samson is called as a deliverer. And every time he found himself. Under attack of the enemy. The scripture says the spirit will come upon him. And it was not until one day. He took for granted. What God had placed on his life. He revealed the secret of his power. And the enemy cut him off. He shook himself again. But power was no longer there. He did all the gymnastics he used to do before, but the Holy Spirit didn't respond. Why? Because he broke the divine protocol that governs the calling upon his life. The Lord told him, You shall never put a razor on your head. In his bid to plead, how to please his so called wife he lost it all this is my prayer for us and I urge you never compromise on the protocols that is responsible for empowering you so that you can do what God has called you to do Say so he takes the Holy Spirit for me to fulfill my divine man Jesus, through the sermon, or rather, David said, Unless the Lord builds, the builders build in vain. Unless the Lord watches, the watchmen watch in vain. It is the participation of the Holy Spirit, the involvement of the Holy Spirit, that makes it of God. It is not you. It's not you who makes it of God. Until the Holy Spirit is the center and is a participant in what you're doing, then whatever you're doing becomes of God. It is not of God because you do it. It becomes of God because the Holy Spirit is involved in it. Are you hearing me, church? Say, Holy Spirit, please help me. And that's why the ministry and the person of the Holy Spirit understanding is key for me and you to manifest destiny. So what are some of the things we need to engage so that we can be able to continuously attract the help of God into our lives. We all know that the devil who is called Lucifer was an archangel who lived in heaven. Something happened. Maybe we go to Isaiah chapter 14. Let's look at what caused Satan to be disbanded from the presence of God. Because the same thing. If you engage in. You will repel. What is meant to help you. And so we need to watch. Our hearts. Watch the attitude of our mind. Because now we understand. Through scripture. If we can read. Now remember the devil. Did not utter anything through his mouth. The Bible says he spoke where? In his heart. So this is not about words. This is about things you converse with yourself. If me and you, we are going to attract the help of God and stay in the environment that causes the help of God to be with us, these are some of the things we need to avoid. He said in his heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God i will also sit on the mount of the congregation on the farthest side of the north verse 14. i will ascend above the heights of the cloud i will be like the most high self-centered how many eyes are there i don't know i will i will i will i will and god was watching now remember, Satan never said the word. Let me tell you, pride is contagious. They never pride is contagious. Before you knew it, a third of the angel had picked the same heart. So now we know the reason why Satan was cast away from the environment of heaven with the presence of God was because pride took hold of him and overcame him. Why do I say so? Gee, the Lord comes to Cain. Keep it there. In the book of Genesis. And he asks Cain Where is your brother? And he told him, God, am I a brother's keeper? But before all that scenario took place, the two men raised an altar and gave God their offerings. The Bible says that the sacrifice of Abel was accepted and the one of Cain was rejected. Cain, instead of humbling himself, Go to his brother and ask him. What did you do that made God accept your offering? He got caught up. And arrested by the spirit of jealousy. He sounds like many of us. He was too big to do what? To go and ask his brother. How did you do it? The next thing we know, God says, He says, sin lies where? At the door of your house. Probably you gave me the scripture. Sin lies at the door of your Sin had not yet entered into him. He says, sin is knocking at what? At the door of your house. And it's desire for you. But what should you do? Dominate it. Rule over that desire that is trying to push you to do what is not right. But unfortunately, me and you understand. What happened? Cain gave in to the rulers of sin. And the next thing he did, he killed his brother. How many of us are killing our brothers? Not physically. The Bible says when you hate your brother, you are a murderer. So these things that we harbor in our hearts, they repel the presence of God from our lives. And the help we need to do what God has called us to do, we cannot receive it. Because the environment we have created is hostile to the presence of the Lord. Say, so Holy Spirit, reveal to me things in my life that makes me unattractive. To the presence of the Holy Spirit. We don't know for how long the devil or Lucifer was the lead worshiper. I mean, that man. We don't have all the time. You read another nice scripture, you can't read Ezekiel 28, you'll find another beautiful story there about Lucifer. How powerful he was in the, in the Bible. But he was one of the archangel. That something came into his heart. He became too big the I will. I will he wasn't satisfied with his position give me revelation there was war in heaven let's go I'm gonna mention one thing this morning revelation chapter 12 there was war in heaven Broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought with the dragon. And the dragon and his angels fought. The devil can never live because you want him to live. you got to drive him out of your environment. Are you hearing me? Because when he was in heaven, he still insisted to do what? To hang around. Even when he knew he had disqualified himself. This is a, by the way. Let me tell you church. If there was war in heaven. What about on earth? <laughs> if the devil could pick up the warfare in heaven. Then on earth here. Say neighbor. Until you breathe your last. You got to fight. Next verse. But they did not prevail. Now this is the most interesting part of this. Let's read together 1, 2, 3. But they did not prevail. Nor was a place found for them in heaven any longer. There was no more place. The moment pride, iniquity, sin took over Lucifer. There was no more place for him to hang around the environment of heaven. me and you. We need to watch our hearts. Pride. Pride. Will cause you to lose your place in the presence of God. And pride and arrogance brothers and sisters. You know what pride is? Pride is like bad breath. You can't tell it. Somebody will tell you. You know when you have bad breath, you can't know it. It's brutal. You guys. Know? Please, have some mint. I remember those days I was at the university. I made sure I have enough of those mint. Because the brothers used to fast a lot. And most of you know when you fast. Bad breath is very common. So, to come there and say, Brother, I bless you. And I know what I'm doing. Praise the Lord. You're trying to kill the bad breath. Kill the bad breath. The biggest challenge we have with many of us is that we defend our problems. Very few people can break down and admit, yes, there's something amiss here. You see, in this kingdom, God will use people to help you. Look at a God will use you to help me. Whenever you hear somebody saying, Jesus only me, Jesus only nobody, you know such a person is living in rebellion. Even Jesus needed John the Baptist before he could step into his calling. Many of us, you know, we have managed to fight off many sins, but the most dangerous sins that we carry in our lives are the ones we cannot see. It is called, Paul talks about it, give it to me, spiritual sins in the Corinthian book. He told them, things like pride, jealousy, anger, unforgiveness. These are sins. Nobody knows. And what kills most people is not what people see, usually. It is what people don't see. And sin is like a pregnancy. If you don't abort it early, you will give birth to something. And when you give birth to it, are you hearing me, Judge? But the point I want to drive on, above all, is you know me, some of you are strong, but some of us are weak people. The environment That attracts, cannot be in Galatians. The environment that attracts the presence of God is number one, is an environment that is, can I say, interfaced with humility, brokenness, and contrition of spirit. When David was praying prayer in Psalms 51, he said, Cast me not away. From your presence, of oh God. So David was aware that somebody can be cast away. From where? From the presence of God. That depends on how much you value. If you don't value God's presence, okay. But I can tell you. He said, take not your Holy Spirit from me. Because he saw what happened to King Saul. The Bible says, when the Spirit of the Lord left King Saul, demonic power took over." When David witnessed that sinner, he said, Lord, I know I've made my mistake. I know I've sinned. But do me one thing. I don't care what you can take away from me. But the one thing I ask you, don't take from me. Don't take your Holy Spirit from me. Don't cast me away from your presence. Because this is who I am. This is what made me. I know where you picked me from. I was a nobody until your spirit came upon me. Even my father forgot me. My brothers never loved me. You remembered me from the backside of the wilderness. You called me, you anointed me. So, where I have arrived right now is not because I'm a very powerful man, it's because your spirit came upon my life. This kingdom that I'm now presiding over. It's because you chose me. Because your spirit. Let the kingdom go. Let the wealth go. Let the fame go. But one thing, God, please don't take from me. The Holy Spirit and your presence. Am I communicating to somebody here? Say, Holy Spirit, please help me. Because David understood you cannot fulfill divine destiny without the ministry of the Holy Spirit and his presence upon your life. You need the Holy Spirit in your life more than the breath you take in and out. So now we begin to watch out for those things that repels or causes God to withdraw. Both of you, or otherwise, we understand that the Holy Spirit is the one who brings the reality of God's presence in our midst. So you begin to watch closely the things you say, the things you do. Paul warns us, don't grieve the Holy Spirit. He tells us, don't, what's the next one that he's saying? For instance, we're in a meeting like this, and the Holy Spirit begins to move among his people, And because we want to keep time, we shut him down. And then, we need to catch up with Kabaka's run. Praise the Lord. Nothing wrong with that. But let me tell you. Let me tell you. None of us. This is what Jesus told the children of Israel. He said, if you knew What was meant for your peace. But now it is hidden from you. I tell you because you missed your opportunity. The enemy will come upon you. And we all know what happened. Because they missed their season. What showed up there. The enemy. Overran Jerusalem. And he told them again until you say Hosanna Hosanna blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord and so we must be sensitive to the Holy Spirit but when you come in his presence Uh, thank you Jesus many of you are quoting this scripture the spirit of a prophet but the Holy Spirit is not your spirit I can control my spirit. But I cannot control the Holy Spirit. Every time he steps into a place. He must become the boss. So he must become the boss. He dictates the event. Let me tell you. How many of you here can heal a person? Who here can heal a person? How many here can deliver a person? You cannot. You cannot. So if the Holy Spirit shows up and he wants to deliver something. Oh my God, help me. You, you better be careful. Do you know that I am going to be giving an account for each one of you when Jesus comes? That they sat there in that service. I came and you went in your own direction. Read the book of Peter. So instead of fearing you, I fear the one whom I have to account for. I must give an account for each one of you. So moments like this, the Holy Spirit can organize a moment to help somebody. I must be sensitive that moment because He's the only one who can do that. Am I talking to somebody here? So I am more sensitive to Him, and He is here not because of me, he is here because of you. That's why when we come in the presence of God, encourage us, lock up the whole world and lock yourself into Him. David says something very powerful, that one day in the house of the Lord is better than a thousand. Why? Because what you receive in a day, in an environment of God's presence can carry you for a thousand days. That's what he was trying to say. So you become sensitive to the flow of the Holy Spirit. I'm saying this, going back to what I was saying. So David is crying out to the Lord. Don't take away what? Your spirit from me. Cast me away from what? Because this is what has made me. Brothers and sisters, this is not a head thing. It is your heart position." Please, how your heart is inclined towards God. We can all say, Lord, without you, I cannot do it. And you know it, you have been doing it without Him. Until this truth enters our spirit, and I tell you, you attract the help of God. God does not listen to words. God listens to our hearts. We can sing the right words. We can say the right words. But if our hearts are not aligned with our words, it remains in this building here. Say, Holy Spirit, help me. The seasons and the times we are getting into, things are becoming more wicked. But the beauty of the Bible says, when darkness covers the earth, when gross darkness covers the earth, then what happens? The glory of the Lord shall be seen upon the church. So, me and you should not fear darkness. What we need to do, say, Holy Spirit, help me. The moon has no light of its own. What does the moon do? Reflects the sun. So, if I am the moon, you are the moon. My greatest assignment is to make sure I align myself to the world, to the sun. So that I can reflect. And so I will not be afraid of darkness because I know I've aligned myself. Holy Spirit, help us. Say, Holy Spirit, help me. So, one of the things that will cause veil to come over you is pride. Pride will get you out of alignment. Say, Holy Spirit, help me. Something happened yesterday. A marriage department organized a retreat. And I went with a German car. I'm telling you, these smart cars are dangerous, praise the Lord. It was my first time to go to that place. I've never been there before. The road is terrible. So, the car began to skid. There's a woman in that car who sticks. The German car. The woman began to speak to me. <laughs> she began to describe where I am. She said, this place here. get This car is not built for such a place. Are you hearing me? All of a sudden, lights began to appear in the dashboard. Poop, 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 poop. And say, we are shutting down. <laughs> so that you don't damage the machine. <laughs> and the car shut down intelligent vehicles. Leave alone your Toyota. Are you hearing me? <laughs> oh, I was amazed. I said, no, I'm going to be stuck here. And the woman said, you need get the manual and reset. And the car shut down. <laughs> ah, I'm telling you, I say, manual, Jesus, where am I going to get the manual from? I say, Holy Spirit, now you need a help the so switch, stayed on but I turned it off. I prayed in tongues. Say Holy Spirit, <laughs> good enough, I think. It's like computers, when you shut it down, what does it do? Yes, and it came back. The way I drove, even a word. I'm telling a lame person would pass me by. I'm telling. Praise the Lord. Say, neighbor, the an environment. The Holy Spirit will not be there. Praise the Lord. I say, praise the Lord. To me, many years ago, under the mango tree at the university, I made a, I cannot say a covenant, I made a contract, whatever, with God. I say, Lord, it is your presence. Everywhere I go. If it is not your presence. Let's bring this thing to an end. Right here. It didn't start yesterday. Many years ago. If I don't feel the presence of God. It is the worst day of my life. I even lose up at it. I don't say. When I come into. One of the toughest days of the week for me. Is a Sunday. Coming to here. I go to the toilet so many times. When I'm coming here. You know, when you are afraid, when you are frightened, I do that. Why? Because, ah, look how many people are here. There is no way in the human wisdom you can help everyone in this house. Unless the Holy Spirit comes down and touches every life here. You cannot. You cannot. So, I'm telling you, if you don't show up, I'm a dead man. This thing will end right here. Hmm? Praise the Lord. Say, Holy Spirit, help me. I know this is the hell Wherever you are, whatever it, is, it takes the Holy Spirit to do that. That's why Jesus never made a move until the Holy Spirit came upon him. The Son of God, for 30 years, he lived in oblivion until he walked into Jordan. And who came upon him? The Holy Spirit. And from there on, the Bible and the Holy Spirit led him. Three and a half years. Wonders. Fine. And a man who was a hundred percent healed to the Holy Spirit, look at what he did in three and a half years. What will happen to Uganda if me and you, we heal ourselves a hundred the Holy Spirit? What will happen to this nation? We don't need many people. We need yielded people to the Holy Spirit. That's what place of use. And that's why we must avoid anything that repels His presence. I'm not saying you don't have the Holy Spirit. Because there's no way you'll be born again. But I'm going to tell you, the empowerment, that presence, that brings the distinction. Give it to me, 20, the book of Exodus, 33. When Moses was threatened by God, and God told him, Moses, your people are stiff-necked, stubbornness. That's a sign of pride. Stiff-necked people. You know when somebody's stiff-necked, they turn with the whole body. They cannot, they're not flexible. He said, Moses, your people are stiff-necked people. And he said, my presence. No, no, don't start from there. He said, my presence. I will not send my presence with you. I'm going to give you an angel. To take you. Let bishop lead you there. So Holy Spirit, help me. He said, me, I'm not going with you. Because if I come among you, I will destroy you. And Moses broke down. And said, Lord. Because Moses understood. He saw what happened in Egypt. Moses was raised as the next pharaoh. The Bible says in Acts chapter 7, he was mighty in what? In words and in deeds. Naturally, he was very powerful. And God drives him out. In rich Hebrews, you'll find this very, very good rendition of Moses' departure from Egypt. The Bible says, by faith, he walked away from Egypt. But me and you will read, he was driven out of Egypt. So the way God sees things is totally different from the way men see things. So what happened? And for 40 years, what happened to Moses? God emptied Moses of the Egyptian, The wisdom, he took it. Because that was Moses' strength. So God made sure Moses was emptied of Not that Moses lost that wisdom. But that wisdom became of none issue in Moses' life. Then God said, now you are a candidate for my presence. Moses walked back into Egypt. Not with the wisdom of Egypt. But with the power of God. Moses walked back into Egypt. Not with the wisdom he learned from the University of Cairo. Or whatever it is. When he stepped into the palace. What did he say? Let my people go. Refer through the Bible. God calls the children of Israel, you are people. God says, you are people. And Pharaoh says, you are lazy. And for nine months, Moses reduced Egypt to its knee. Nine months. One month with God. Because there was a people to deliver. That's what they are going to do to your family. Say, I have been sent to deliver my family. And that's what they are going to tell the Pharaohs that have been running in your family. You say, let my people go. But this is not going to go by PhD in science. That one has its place. Are you hearing me? This is going to take what? Spiritual power. And you will stand there. It you may fight for a few months. But you stay in there. Until you bring all of them out. That's the assignment you have on your life. Say, Holy Spirit, help me. Say, this is not about me. This is about my family. There's a generation behind you. You remember the madman of gathering. The madman of Gadarene. We don't know for how long. But the man was busy crying and cutting himself. And Jesus decides to cross the lake to deliver one man. And when Jesus went there. The demons came. And Jesus delivered the man. And the man told Jesus I want to go with you. Jesus said no. Go back. To your city. And the Bible says. He preached in ten cities. So there was one man who was carrying ten cities inside of him. That's why the devil was fighting him. That attack on you is beyond you. God, see, the devil knows you are a deliverer in your family. Say, Holy Spirit, help me. Say, it is not about me. Are you hearing me, child? That's why you cannot give up. You cannot let go. Because the whole clan is looking to you. Though they don't know, that you are the one. Heaven has put its spotlight on you not by might not by power but by my spirit fight pride like a plague and pride manifests in many forms one of them is I told you refusing to be corrected that's a manifestation of what? of pride everyone say do you know who I am? that is pride speaking that's pride speaking do you know who I am? that is pride speaking Every time you must have 10 people to give evidence before you say sorry, that's pride speaking. Say, Holy Spirit, help me. Humility, one of the ways you know somebody's humble is when something goes wrong. That's exactly what happened to David and Saul. Saul and David were put in the same place, they both made their mistakes. Saul began to make excuses. He said, Ah, it was Flower who told me. And flour said, It was B.M.D. MD said, It was Sarah. Sarah said, It was Jake. Jake said, It was the devil. What do we do? (laughs) Until, because God knew the heart of who? Of Saul. He said, Today, the kingdom has been taken away from you. And God has found someone better than you. As you sit there, be careful. There is someone. I said, There is someone. Don't think you are indispensable and say, me, I'm here. I'm the mahogany. You realize there are other mahogany's. Are you hearing me? Say, Holy Spirit, help me. Say, Holy Spirit, help me. David caught in the act and the prophet said, you are the man. What did David do? He broke down and said, forgive me. Two of people, they sinned. David cried, Lord, forgive me. Paul defended. Whose soul defended what? His mistake. One, the heart condition. Pride defends mistake. You cannot admit. You say, You bring somebody, bring. Even when people come, in, is, your yes, sorry, he's coming from a very, very, from very far. Pride. Look at him and say, Neighbor, take it out of you. That pride doesn't attract the presence of God. There was no more place found where? In heaven. For who? What is heaven? Heaven is the environment of God. Where there is pride, you will not experience that. Jesus said, Come and learn of me. I am meek and lowly. Humility is the nature of God. Tell you about humility is the nature of God. Humility is God's nature. Pride is whose nature? The devil's nature. So you don't don't call the devil, just, be, just walk in pride. You'll invite all those boys around your life. So you hear the cry of Moses. Go back to Exodus. I want to give you that scripture, then wind up. This is what Moses said. Lord, if you don't go with us, your presence doesn't go with us. We are not living here. <laughs> if it was someone say, said, Lord, it's okay. We can do with the angel. As long as you can get to the promised land, there's no problem. We will do with the angel Moses said, now this is not about promised land, this is about you being with us. Verse number sixteen. For how will it be known that your people and I have found grace in your sight? Except so. To know that somebody has found grace in the sight of God is not because somebody has a mansion at the beach. Uh, Lord, help me. Are you hearing me? It's not because somebody is driving a Lamborghini on the streets of Kampala. Because when you go across the world there, you see wicked men, drug addicts. They're driving the best cars in the world. does it mean God is, the presence of God is with them. So now, our rating of God being with a man must be higher than what the world tells us. Look at say, neighbor, you must become a carrier of the presence. Come a carrier of the presence. Are those things bad? No. Those things become tools you use to propagate the kingdom of God. But that is not our drive anymore. That's why the Bible says, seek ye first. The kingdom of God. And His righteousness, and what's the kingdom of God? Righteousness, peace, and joy in who? In the Holy Spirit. So it's the Holy Spirit, is the composition of the kingdom. I hope I'm communicating to somebody here. So Moses tells them, "Except you go with us, so we shall be one." So what separates you from them? The presence of God. What separates you? You are people and I from all the people who are upon the face of the earth. So Moses was concerned about the distinction, the separation this is my prayer. You ask the Lord to show you. Give me Psalms one thirty eight, one thirty nine, one of the last verses. Brothers and sisters, if we are serious about having God involved in our lives to fulfill destiny, we must fight pride. Why? Because pride is always knocking on the door of our heart. That's why David said in Psalms, not that one, but he said, The foot of pride shall not come against me. David said, "The foot of pride shall not come against me." That means pride is always running after you to dethrone you and bring you down from where God has placed you. Pride. The Holy Spirit, help me. Psalms 138-39. He said, "Lord, search me." is in my heart and see if there is any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting search me Lord what is wickedness twistedness crookedness Lord you search me because me I don't know because some of you is just a matter of the right platform to unveil what you were carrying all along say, Holy Spirit, help me. So you tell the Lord, deal with me now. David is crying, Lord, search me. Know me. What is in my heart? See if there is any wicked way in me. And leave me what? In the way of Allah. It's a prayer of David. Because as long as your heart is aligned properly, the help of God will come to you. Let's rise up on our feet. Say, Holy Spirit, search me. Know my heart. How many of you know that this prayer is not for God? Because God already knows your heart. It is for you. David was praying, Lord, reveal to me my heart. I want to know what is in my heart. What are my concerns? What are my worries? What are the things that are priorities in my heart? And see if there's any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. What destroys men are not things that come from outside, what destroys men are things that come from inside. I can tell you that. Men are not destroyed because of what comes from outside, men are destroyed because of what comes from inside. If God can free you from all that is inside, let me tell you, outside will do nothing to you, because there is nothing inside that can respond to what is outside. Say, Holy Spirit, you know me better than I know myself. in me,
0: cleaner.
1: Oh Lord, and renew her right spirit. In your right spirit Create in me in your right spirit Tell him again, create in me, make it your prayer. renew your right spirit lord renew
0: right
1: spirit me. tell him again create in me i pray tonight oh. renew your right spirit lord and... make it your prayer again create in me i pray this morning lord Renew your right spirit, Lord. I renew our right spirit
0: within
1: me. Cast me not away, I pray. Cast me no way. not away Take not your, not your Holy Spirit
0: from
1: me. Restore unto me. Restore unto me. The joy, joy of my salvation. And renew. Lift those hands up and say, Father, you know my heart. You know my ways. You know my motives. There is nothing I can hide from you. This morning, I lay my all on the altar. I cannot change myself. Only you can change me. This morning, I submit to you. I release into your hands every secret that endangers my walk with you. I place it on the altar. Holy Spirit, help me. Circumcise my heart. Deliver me. From every, from every element in my hand in my heart. That, is that is an atom to the Holy Spirit. I pray this morning pray. anything inside of me inside that, repels that repels the presence of God presence. free me from it. Free me from it. Me from it. Oh, Jesus. It's you. It, you. it is you who was sent. To deliver me. This morning I heal myself. I heal myself. I give you permission. Take your word. Circumcise my heart. Circumcise my heart. Attitudes, desires, longings, everything inside of me that is not in alignment with your word. Let it leave my heart. Let it leave my heart. My desire is to live for you it is written in your word that it is you who works in me both to will and to do create in me a desire the longing after you and the things of God this morning Lord as you spoke in your word in the book of Ezekiel that you will give to us a new heart And you will cause us to obey you. You will put within us the right spirit. That will yearn for you and go after you. This morning is my prayer. That my desires, the longings of my soul will be after you. Whatever is not of God. Father I pray. Let it die. Let it die. Every appetite every longing every desire every yearning that is not consistent with your word it is my prayer this morning let it die let it die let it die I pray that only the desires that are consistent with your call with your mandate upon my life they will find manifestation through my life father you said it in your word i will give you the desires of your heart this morning give me the desires desires consistent with your will with your purpose that i may do them i may walk in them i thank you holy spirit for answering my prayers In Jesus' mighty name. Clap your hand to the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. Those desires. You wake up and you realize what has happened to them. Hallelujah. Because it is not by might. It is by what? By the Spirit of the Lord. Hallelujah. We have not yet ended our campaign. This morning when I was coming. The Holy Spirit said now. We need to put on the taxis. We're gonna put these things on the taxis. So we're going to go to the taxis. Praise the Lord. Jesus loves you. Can you give me just two minutes? Rebecca come, come and tell us what there's a gentleman yesterday, was it on Saturday? We had office who we were hosting. Just one minute, just keep standing, just one minute. Just one minute only.
0: So while I was reversing, he said, Oh my God, I have been looking for this, this this ministry which is doing, Jesus loves you. Who exactly is behind this ministry? So I told him, make Jesus famous. And he said, who is behind make make Jesus famous? I told him, Pastor Beno Chola is the one leading that ministry. So he was amazed and he said, me and my brother, we have been so blessed with this and we are so busy. And we have been looking for a way to partner with the ministry and preach the word of God. So, we went on with our meeting.
1: And after the meeting, while I was leaving, he said, actually, I want to partner. Can you please get me the card to partner with you? So, we thank God for that. Praise the Lord. So, the point is that people are being blessed. Praise the Lord. The next thing is Mbarara also. We're putting a billboard in Barara. Hallelujah. That's what we want to do with taxis. We're going to be putting it like that on taxis. Jesus loves you. I'll tell you what these, these guys, who, they were the, the guests who came from Nigeria told us yesterday. Was it was Thursday? It, it was Thursday. About this thing here. Praise the Lord. It's good to obey God. We are just obeying God. Say neighbor, just obey God. So please don't just say, oh, it is, over. it is not over. It is not over until the Uganda is on its knees. Praise the Lord. So I encourage you, please, let's participate, be involved in, and we're going to do it all the way. Hallelujah. Let's rise up on our feet. Tell your neighbor, uh, are you born again? If you're not born again, please don't leave before coming here. Praise the Lord. And if you have no home church, you feel this, please be your home church. You come and see me. Otherwise, tell everybody you are blessed. You are highly favored, And God is with you. God has gone ahead of you. This is going to be the best week of your life. Hallelujah. We love you. The Lord bless you. We will see you in the morning.